welcome to the Extraordinary Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Monaco, and we're talking sports. And to me, there's nothing better. All right, we are back on another episode of the Extraordinary Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Monaco, chilling with one of my good friends and one of my favorite guests, the hysterical professional stand-up comedian, writer, actor, and then some, the one and only Ocean Glapione, traveling the country right now, doing stand-up, living the dream. Ocean, how we doing East Coast time? Happy Thursday. You hear all that yelling? You hear all that applause in the back? <laughs> crazy? <laughs> I mean... Good, man. I'm good. Lifelong, lifelong Laker fan, baby. Uh, we talked about it all off season. The Vegas odds were up and down on where the king was landed. He chooses La La Land. Magic does his magic. I, I mean, take me through your whole emotional state from beginning to end of the the LeBron James sweepstakes. I'm 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 so happy. I'm back. Laker fan. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm a Laker fan no matter what, but I'm so excited to not get work done because I'm going to be watching all the <laughs> Yo, we got LeBron, baby. How, I mean, how good is that? I got to be honest, Ocean, I don't see this coming from a mile away in terms of the beginning and middle of his career that he would be in purple and gold. I just didn't see it. I had to see it to believe it. You know who I feel sorry for, though? I mean, I'm on the East Coast right now. I feel sorry for everybody on the East Coast right now. <laughs> that was their only... <laughs> Every good team is in the West. Who's going to watch the East? The East is the, the – they're not even the JV team. They're the, the B and C squad. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, how much, do, how much do I have to pay you to watch a regular season 4 o'clock Pacific box Sixers or box Raptors? Yo. I, listen, I will watch none of those games. Would you watch any of those games? I mean, look, I want to keep talking LeBron, but I will throw out, as of an hour ago, there's some updated Kawhi odds on where he's going, and he is, as according to Odd Shark, it's even money right now. That means throwing 100 down to win 100 back in Vegas on Kawhi. Going to, of all places, Toronto Ocean. Toronto. So, if Kawhi went to Toronto, I may watch a game or three in the regular season from the Eastern Conference. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? The only. You don't give a fuck about Kawhi. Because, like, like, I, I, I like Kawhi. Kawhi come to the Lakers, but Kawhi Leonard is not must see TV. He's not like, yo, I gotta go watch him if he goes to the Sixers or Cle- I mean, you don't give a fuck. Well, so when you're hearing all this, all this Kawhi to the Lakers talk, 
in your mind, I mean, what's your what's your Lakers utopia look like with pairing another superstar with LeBron if you had it perfectly? Is it Kawhi? I want Kawhi to come to, I want Kawhi to, come to the Lakers, of course. I mean, if he came to the Lakers, we could definitely... I think we're going to do some... I think we're going to shock some people this year anyway. But, I, I mean, if he comes here, it's great. I just don't... I mean, I don't give a fuck where he goes. I never, did you ever watch him on San Antonio? I did. Here's the thing. I got a soft spot for him. San Diego State. That's the hometown college for me. So I, I got a little more of a vested interest than your average NBA fan in terms of watching Kawhi. Because you're right. He's not a flashy superstar in the sense that he's a jaw-dropping talent that you can't miss. I want, I want him to come to the Lakers. He comes to the Lakers. We're definitely winning Definitely winning two out of the next three. I feel. Are you okay with Magic and LeBron? I mean, I'm assuming they're having many meetings with Polinka in there as well behind closed doors, just talking about strategy and what have you. What's your instincts telling you about this season with Luke and this season with the overall expectations? something to be said that he's a player's coach. He was a respected NBA guard. I mean, the guy's an all-star guard. So he's got respect among the previous generation of athletes. I think he's got a phenomenal leadership acumen. He's well-spoken. He knows how to empower the youth. He knows how to resonate with the veterans. I mean, they're talking on sports radio all across the wavelines as this being one of the most difficult teams to coach. I mean, look at these array of personalities. This is a lot of, this is a mixed bag. This is a lot of personalities to handle for Luke. Yeah, I, I, you, know, you know me, I've never been a Luke Walls fan. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think he's way over his head. And I want him to do well, but I just don't think he, like, like, I mean, I think he's cool, but how good of a coach is he really? You know what I mean? Like, how good is he really? It's I mean, it's he, a great question. I mean, he's he didn't, he didn't play Lonzo well last year. Like, 
Lonzo, like he, Lonzo will be, we you would talk about it. Lonzo will be doing so well in the games, and then Luca just take him out. And like I'm, I'm telling one of my friends, I'm like, yo, you know, you're commenting on Lonzo dad and making jokes like, oh, well, yeah, he was talking shit, so that's why I took Lonzo out. Like, clearly that affects you. So clearly <laughs> you you as a coach is letting somebody's dad it, it shows you the image. It shows you. It, well said. I mean, and you're you're a father. You got a kid who plays sports. If the head coach of Taylor's basketball teams worried about one dad in the crowd as opposed to staying focused on the team, that's got to break a wedding crashers rule or two, drawing attention in a negative way. Yeah, like, dude, I would never. I would. If I'm a coach, and, and it's. You know, it's not even, it's not even, a, you can't even compare it. Like, you can't even compare kids to, like... So let me ask you, let me ask like, you then. If if Luke Walton is not NBA legacy royalty being the offspring of Bill, do you let him go now? Because, quite frankly, LBJ's got what? I don't know. I mean, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Probably three to five years of peak performance play still. Are you okay with just calling it a wash for this season to set up a better coach? Or would you like to see him gone today and bringing in a coach that can absolutely do something today? I have, t- I have two answers for that. I wanted Luke Walton gone last year. <laughs> That's right. You did. You did. I wanted Luke gone last year, so I mean, you might as well just might as well let him just coach this year and see what's going to happen. But at the end of the day, um, who's a better coach, him or or Tyron Luke? Tyron Luke or or Luke? I'm going with Tyron Luke all day, all. Day, all day. I mean, I mean, I, don't, I, it, I mean, dude, Luke was. I mean, Ocean. Luke was a role player. Luke was a role player on the Cavs during LeBron's first stint, if you remember. And I, I that's got to factor in to some degree here. I, if you can't respect your, co- I mean, he's essentially going to go into the huddle with a guy who was third off the bench. On a subpar Cavs team from seven seasons ago, he's also, if I'm not mistaken, drafted in the same class as LeBron. They're the same age. Who? Him and LeBron? Yeah, yeah. If I'm not mistaken. No, no, no. Listen, listen. I'm not saying that you can't uh, be a good coach if you look wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm just, I'm just looking at it like this. All, all I'm saying is. It's not, it's not Magic and Rob God. They didn't pick Luke. You know what I mean? So right. it was, it's not like it's them. Magic and them have pretty much came in, cleaned out house, and brought in different culture, a different, and you know, I think that Luke is the last piece of that old regime. And I think they got a short lease on him. I think like it's like, yo, if if he don't do well this year, I just don't see them keeping him. 
Well, this is the same organization that fired Mike Brown after four games. I, I actually wouldn't mind them from a from a management perspe- perspective as a Laker organization almost looking at them on a trial run here in the first month of the season, and then if it ain't if it ain't working, we got we got we got to swap them. There's no time. There's no time to waste. I mean. This was a good. This was a good point. You tell me this: the Warriors have been rather complacent in the regular season, particularly last season, because there's not much. You know, they don't even care if they win the West. They're that confident. Now there's a little bit of a new objective and a new goal with now LeBron in the West for the first time in his career. I think the regular season's going to be. It's going to have a little different of a feel. I think it's going to be a little more competitive than the last two seasons because of this move. But, I mean, from your perspective, uh, you think the Warriors are sweating the Lakers' moves at all? Do you think, do I think Golden State is sweating the Lakers at all? And of, of all the moves they made, the, the four guys they signed, couple guys they re-signed, couple guys they drafted, they're not sweating it. Uh, I mean, I don't think Golden State give a Fuck. <laughs> like, I mean, like, the, the, the bottom line is, the thing is, is Golden State is the luckiest championship, uh, you know, they, 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 they get to the championship and, and it's all luck. I mean, just think about it. They did that first, one of them first runs, they didn't play the Clippers. The Clippers were good as shit. Right. You know, fucking, they, when they get to the championship, Kevin Love and Kyrie go out. You know what I mean? And, and then, and then, you know, last year. Well, here's my question. Here's my question to you. This is a, for the most part, finesse, proficient three-point shooting team that's now won three times in four seasons. We call the NFL a copycat league. You could argue that now everyone's trying to take the same Bob Myers Golden State model and implement it into their organization. Who's going to be three steps ahead on the chessboard and say, nah, we're not going to get better three-point shooters than them. It's just not going to happen. So let's go back to 90s bully basketball and be the first ones to rough up this team. And can they take it? When they get knocked around, I've yet to see it. The Rockets almost had them, but I want to get your thoughts on that. It's almost a lost art. My thing is, my thing is, you got the refs have to let it happen. If the refs call fouls for everything and 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 do like they did in the first game of the the finals, then I mean. You know what I mean? Like, no, you're not going to be able to beat them because the refs ain't allowing you to play physical with them. Very so, true. I mean, very true. The, the refs have to let, you know, it's up to the refs to allow some of this to go on, but. Well, we know playoff basketball is a little more, they, they're a little looser. They're a little looser with the whistle. I, I like the decisions we make. I don't think we can shoot that well, but we have a lot of good shooters on our team. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think we have a good mix of shooters, and we have a good mix of, you know, uh, defensive and... Did you see Bart? But did you... 
Osha, did you see Barnes on Cowherd talking about the day before Cousins signed? All they, they were having a call off the record just talking shop, and the Warriors weren't even brought up. It was all about Barnes endorsing the Lakers to DeMarcus. If DeMarcus Cousins is on the Lakers and not on the Warriors, you're almost one piece away from that same intimidating presence I'm trying to get at here and being the first ones to bully them. You almost saw it. A little bit. You saw glimpses in that Rocket series. P.J. Tucker getting under some skin. Ariza getting under some skin. Ruffling the feathers. I, I, I just, it's, it's, it's frustrating because it is, it is kind of beholden to the power of the whistle and the refs. I'm just curious if they can just, I, I mean, I'm all over the board here. I'm just, I'm emotionally bothered that no one can take it to their jugular in the way that they should because that's how you beat this team, in my opinion. No, yeah, you definitely beat this team like that. But listen, I'm not scared of the DeMarcus Cousins signing because I don't know how he's going to play. I don't know how he's going to be back from the injury. I don't know what he's going to do. And the Lakers didn't know what he was going to do. The Lakers don't know. I mean, give, when he give him a contract, like how? Based off of what? Like, we got, I'm glad the Lakers aren't like the last regime. These new regime was not like the last regime, like just giving players these idiotic contracts that But Ocean, but Ocean, let's say let's say they're all playing they're all playing poker, right? Kerr's sitting there playing poker with the other head coaches in the league. I guarantee you, him and Draymond, that was a story, went out and personally recruited DeMarcus. They already know in their heart of hearts they're not as tough as they need to be. To build a sustainable, if they want to win three more, they gotta get tougher, and they go out and get the Marcus. It just bothers me that they did it before someone else did it because they're already three steps ahead of the rest of the league. But they never, but nobody ever offered the Marcus a contract. You're right. He went all the way around the lazy Susan, and no one touched him. I get it. He's probably not a great locker room guy. If I had to guess from 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 a outside perspective, looking in, and it's a twenty nine year old man who's coming off an Achilles injury as a seven foot big, that's not ideal either. So it makes sense, but to sign Javale and Stevenson and, and at that rate that they signed him for, and not I, I know they marinated on signing Cousins. It's just I look at it like. You just signed Cousins so the Warriors don't get him. That's how I looked at it. A counter, if you will. You're going to take my bishop? Well, I'm going to take your knight in addition to that for a tit-for-tat on the chessboard. And it just... More power to the Warriors either way. Right. Right. Anyways. Yeah, I I just... I don't don't know. I I like that. I like... I'm a Golden State fan. I just don't like the way the refs follow them and don't allow it. But, you know what I mean? Let I me ask you this. I think, we got some, I think we got some toughness. I think we got, I like, you know, Ron John Rondo. I like Stevenson on our team. I like the mix of people that we have. Josh Hart, Ingram, Ball. You know, I don't think that we're done making moves yet, but I do like the toughness that we do have. And, you know, you got LeBron James. LeBron, as long as LeBron is healthy, you know, I, I don't think – I mean, a lot of these teams just 
you know, I think Houston has lost way too much. Like, you know what I mean? And I, I just think the Lakers will be there in the Western Conference Finals. If, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I want to see what Luke is going to put in on the offense. Like, I just don't want that offense where LeBron is just holding the ball. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just think you can put so much more in the offense and move him around and do different things. I just think that there's a lot to do that you can do for LeBron and use him and have him be great. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. I, I what I like to see on a LeBron James team that I haven't seen in in a long time is an active defense, and, and I really hope because there's obviously offensive pieces here. Uh, people are saying that there's not a lot of shooters on the team. I'm kind of with you. I agree to disagree. I think there's a few guys, especially young the youngins, that are just coming in and gonna be better than they were last year. And anyways, to the point of. How to get the best out of this team? I mean, riddle me this. Has LeBron even liked his teammates since Miami in a way that he did there? It looked like he had fun. I would say the best move the Lakers could do, the best leadership move that LeBron could do with this hybrid of young and veteran Laker roster is probably to to build team camaraderie. Hit up the pizza joint. Let's have some pizza as a team for fun. Let's figure out a way to like each other. Let's see if Rondo and Lonzo can actually get along, even though it's probably a stretch. Can they empower one another, knowing that Rondo's going to be more valuable in the playoffs and Lonzo's going to really, if anything, just alleviate Rondo's minutes? And I think they should be able to be a cohesive unit because they're both givers. Yo, I think I think Lonzo is gonna be so good for his team, y'all. I think they gonna make. I think Rondo, the pick of Rondo, I think it's gonna help so much. Like I think he's gonna be so good, and he's gonna be mad aggressive. Let me switch over. Let me switch over to a couple more questions. I know we're, you you got a jam here. Looking at. I, this is what I want to know because Chris Paul doesn't get hurt and Rocket diehard fans are saying they win it all. Here you are as Chris Paul. You're in your 30s. Show last max contract. He decides to take 40 a year. Bye-bye Ariza. Bye-bye Mabah Mute. They're now in a pinch for what they're going to do with Capella. If you're James Harden and you just saw... CP3 take four for four for 160, 40 million. How can you sit there and tell me Chris Paul's about championships when he takes 40 million dollars? I get it. We're talking generational wealth. I'm not telling any man to take a pay cut if he can't. But Chris Paul has made hundreds of millions of dollars already. My question to you is, what's wrong with taking 33 a year? Or 34 and retaining an Ariza or Mute and giving it another run. This Rockets team, you can say whatever you want. They are not going to the NBA Finals. It's not going to happen. No, listen. These, listen, these players, they say they're about championships, but they not. The bottom line is, you know what Chris Paul is about? He finally got to the Western Conference Finals, and now he can at least say I've been to the Western Conference Finals. Like, 
Legacy, Hall of Fame bound. That should not quite. You know, guys in their 90s are crying over there. And a chance to win a ring on a team, and they were right there. And now we're talking about Carmelo Anthony, the Rockets, and I'm LOLing. I'm cracking up. Because that's a virus about to disrupt a computer. We already know and already see that coming. Listen, I'm out of James Harden. Last year, the guy's been putting together a sensationally crafty team, piece by piece, starting with taking Harden from the Thunder and then giving it a shot with Dwight. The whole, I mean, it's it's got to be a little frustrating. And, and kind of like you pointed out, players are saying they're about championships. I want to get your two cents on this. Veteran ESPN host I just spoke with on a podcast pointed out. A sensational point, Dwayne Everett, and that this is not an era of the building of rivalries anymore. It's the era of building individuals. Being a, a 90s and 00 basketball fan and now watching it in the 10s, what's the biggest thing you think we've lost as fans in this new era of NBA basketball as opposed to what we used to watch? I mean... Have we really lost anything? Like, this is just what it is. Like, I think we've changed. You know what I mean? I think, I think the game is better. I just do. I just rather would play this. Like, I like to watch this sort of basketball than the 90s. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I like the Magic Era because the Magic Era was kind of like as close like what you see now. They used to run up and down the court. Showtime. That was showtime, baby. They didn't shoot as many threes, but they got up and down the court. Like, right. That's what I like. I don't I don't like to stand around. Y'all, nobody can make shots. And I, I, I like this. I like, I mean, shit. I like it. So I don't, I don't think we lost anything. I talked to, you know, I'm friends with Reggie Miller and all the time. We, I just, I tell Reggie, man, like, listen, 
I'm sorry, I love you, but y'all teams can beat these teams, bro. I'm wow. Y'all couldn't. Y'all couldn't beat these. Like, you could play, Reggie could play in this era because he could shoot. But, man, you watch them teams back then. Uh, we, we sat around and watched it, and he even admits, he'd be like, man, you're right. I'm like, God, come on, can you imagine? Slow ass. Dumar is trying to guard. It's just not happening. <laughs> I like this air basketball. I fuck with this air. I love I it. I fuck with the 85-86 Lakers, the 92-95 Bulls, and this era. There it is, baby. And the <laughs> Well, I appreciate the riveting conversation, as always. He's at Ocean Live. Then he goes down as a champion on three NBA teams. Talk about a legacy. And I got to be honest, I'm impressed with how Kobe's wrapped his arms around him. Didn't see that coming, but you might have ha- had to do that politically. Uh, otherwise, you'll look at as a hater. I don't think he gives a fuck, to be honest. <laughs> I really don't. I don't think he cares. I think he's like, whatever. Hey. No, because Kobe, we know Kobe's secure in himself and secure in what he's done. So I don't think anyone. If you do Kobe, it ain't, it ain't like if the young LeBron, you know, I mean, LeBron is Absolutely. Why not? Kobe is Kobe is the man. Kobe brought us five championships. Le- the only way LeBron can be Kobe in LA eyes is if he bring us six, and, and that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with LeBron bringing us one or two, getting us to the championship. I'm good with that. I just want to see those Rondo to LeBron lobs, that Lonzo to LeBron. It, it's going to be showtime up in the Staples Center this year. I can feel it. You're not really feeling Lonzo there. You don't think Lonzo's going to play? No, dude. I'm feeling Lonzo. I'm a huge believer. I'm with you just from hour one. I think the guy's a giver in a taker's league. You take his father out of the, out of the picture. I don't know many negative things you can say about the guy. Seven boards as a rookie, leading the team, seven assists a game, and, and 10 to 11 points. I mean, he's 19 years old. He's a baby. That's a sensational rookie season that also 
had some injuries thrown in there. Yeah, he's gonna be good, dude. I yeah. wouldn't trade him. I, I wouldn't trade him. I would just, you know, but to, it is, I don't give a fuck. I'd just be like, I don't even care what the dad is saying, dude. To be honest, she can say whatever the fuck she wants. That ain't got shit to do with me and what we doing over here. Exactly. It just, we cannot let Luke Walton turn his head to the peanut gallery and give any attention to it. Please do not. Nope. Nope. All right, man, I'm on the East Coast. We about to start. I got to get ready for you. Yeah. It's always great to talk to you. We need to do this more often. It takes too long for us to get on this. I know, man. I know. We should have already did this. I know. He's at Ocean Live, the homie, touring around the country with Dion Cole. You can see him pretty much in any city. Guy's living. Well, yo, let's yeah, cheers. Having uh, a good time. Having a good time. Bringing the jump. Bringing the heat, baby. It's always good to talk to you, my man. Always. Yeah, man. I'll, uh, I'll look forward to cheers in, uh, when you get back to L.A. on, uh, on, a, LeBron, on a LeBron celebration beverage. Let's go, let's go, LeBron. Let's go. Let's yeah. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Woo! All right, Ocean, appreciate you, man. Have a good show tonight. Yeah. Late. And that was Ocean Glapione, comedian, actor, writer, and then some at Ocean Live on all social media, hysterical, very well-spoken in the world of sports. You've been listening to another episode of the Extraordinary Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. Thanks for listening. Ta-ta real smooth.